Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we deliver mining insights and bullion sales in the form of physical delivery, offshore depositories, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Welcome to Proven Improbable. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Joining us today is Michael Raleigh. He is the president and the CEO of Group 10 Metals, which is known for platinum, palladium, nickel, copper, and cobalt in the Stillwater District of Montana. Mr. Raleigh, it's been a little over two weeks, and we welcome you back on the program, sir. Thank you, Maurice. Glad to be back. For members of the audience, Group 10 Metals is on a hot streak as far as quantity and quality news flow. The company continues to deliver exciting results and information from the target areas identified at the 25-kilometer flagship Stillwater West project. And what we're seeing is not just mineralization, but high-grade mineralization. Mr. Raleigh, your team must be eagerly anticipating the coming exploration season. That's right, Maurice. Absolutely. You know, as a reminder, we featured Group 10 Metals on our program on the 20th of April, and we invite you to visit that discussion on our website, provenandprobable.com. Mr. Raleigh, you have to accept my apologies if I stole some of your thunder, but I'm quite impressed with the progress your team has and continues to make on the behalf of shareholders. The company just issued a press release on Tuesday regarding high-grade mineralization results from the Iron Mountain Target. Before you take us there, for first-time listeners, Please introduce us to the Stillwater West project and the opportunity it presents for shareholders. I'd be glad to, um, and that enthusiasm is appreciated, and, and we share it. Uh, we are indeed on a hot streak. I like your words there, and it's the Stillwater West project that's that's driving that. Uh, Group Ten is is one of two companies active in the Stillwater complex in Montana. The other company is Sabanye Stillwater, which is a company that was created when uh, South African gold miner Sabanye bought Stillwater Mines in 2017 for about $2.2 billion. They operate three mines on one deposit there. Uh, it's called the Johns Manville or JM Reef deposit. And that is the highest grade platinum group element deposit in the world and one of the largest. It hosts uh, 80 million ounces of platinum and palladium at over 16 grams per ton grade. If you think about that for a minute, uh, I mean, we get excited when gold deposits have 10 million ounces at a couple of grams per ton. The JM Reef deposit is, is eight times that size and also eight times that grade, and it's open for expansion even at that size. It's a truly fantastic deposit, and it speaks to the amount of metal that is in the, the layered magmatic system there at Stillwater. So Group 10 has a very large land position. We adjoin Stillwater uh, Sabania Stillwater across about 25 kilometers and we cover the the whole lower portion of the Stillwater complex. Um, we also have some claims above them in that layered uh, geology. In addition to that land position we've also compiled a terrific database which includes about 12,000 meters of physical core plus geochemical and geophysical surveys and we've attracted a world-class team that is familiar with the new geologic models developed at the Platte Reef in South Africa, which is a similar layered magmatic complex. So we're now at a point we've completed the initial phase of data compilation and modeling work on our priority target areas, and we've issued a series of news releases on those results. Everything we've done to date, including our compilation modeling work and our 2018 programs on the ground, confirms the potential for multiple large and very large polymetallic platinum, palladium, nickel, copper, and cobalt deposits at Stillwater. We're calling these Platte Reef-style deposits based on the similarities we see with the Platte Reef District of South Africa, 
which has become a world leader in the supply of low-cost platinum, palladium, nickel, and copper, since about the 1990s uh, with the development of Anglo-Americans' Mohalaquena mine and uh, Ivanhoe's Platte Reef mine, uh, which is now under construction. These are massive mines. Um, Mohalaquena, I think, is 265 million ounces of PGEs. And the Platte Reef mine of Ivanhoe, I believe, is 112 million ounces or thereabouts. Um, they're massive. And they occur in the lower part of these layered magmatic systems. So that same portion of the Stillwater complex has never been systematically tested for deposits of this type. Even though the geologic parallels are well known, the setting is correct. And every indication is there in the database, uh, including these drill results that we're compiling and reporting. That exploration process was, was basically interrupted at Stillwater. Uh, last comment on that, uh, we took a big step forward in 2018 when Dr. David Broughton, a key member of the discovery team at Ivanhoe's Platte Reef project, joined our team and confirmed that that potential is real at uh, Stillwater. Mr. Raleigh, the value proposition that Group 10 Mills presents to the market is quite intriguing. Before we delve into the press release, I'd like to expand the narrative and have you share some of the successes that the company has delivered on thus far from the 2018 drill targets. Yeah, uh, the whole project has been a success from day one in the summer of 2017. It just keeps unfolding and offering more and more. At this point, we are in the middle of a series of news releases revealing what we found to date and laying out our prior priority targets and plans for 2019. It's a massive project with a large database, so we simply started on the west and have been working to the east, focusing on eight large target areas, uh, with each one having the potential to host a Platte Reef-style deposit in the lower Stillwater complex. Prior to our interview, we had an offline discussion regarding the three Gs. Share with us, what are the three Gs, and does Group 10 Metals have three Gs at the Stillwater West project? Geologists get excited when the three G's, being geophysics, geochemistry, and geology, correlate. And that's basically how we develop these eight target areas. In each area, we see kilometer scale geophysical anomalies, and by that we mean areas of highly conductive rocks, that correlate with large areas of high levels of metals in soils. Uh, and then you add to that where we have data, we see rock and drill data confirming that those conductive anomalies are indeed uh, targeting copper and nickel sulfide mineralization. Three of those eight target areas have a substantial amount of past drilling, and those are the priority for work uh, in 2019, uh, being the Chrome Mountain, Camp Zone, and Iron Mountain target areas. We'll discuss Iron Mountain in the current news release in a minute. But the successes at Crow Mountain and Camp Zone center on known mineralized zones that are open for expansion in terms of both grade and size based on our data compilation work and targeting to date. Um, at those areas, we see the potential to quickly advance that known mineralization to a resource delineation stage. Michael, take us now to the Iron Mountain target, which just released some exciting high-grade polymetallic results. And I want to begin with some historical context. What did we know about the target area prior to drilling? Well, we knew that the Iron Mountain target area was the most advanced in Stillwater. 
we knew it was mined historically for high-grade nickel, copper, and other commodities, uh, as were other parts of our claim block at Stillwater West. Uh, and we knew it had excellent coverage by soil geochemistry and uh, geophysics. Our early compilation work showed a 2.9 kilometer wide conductive high anomaly in those geophysical survey results. Uh, and that's about the correct size of footprint for a plat reef style deposit. Uh, it also has the biggest drill database and that provides a great deal of valuable information to guide our drill programs. Fast forward to this week's press release. Please share with us what Group 10 Metals discovered. This was a pivotal press release for us uh, because it reports plat reef grades for all of our target metals over good intervals in drill holes that are over 100 meters apart. Uh, in addition to that, we begin to discuss our plans to drill at Stillwater, including the potential we see to advance some of the more uh, advanced areas quickly to a resource delineation stage. The results of our compilation work combined with our 2018 work program uh, surprised us. We knew the area had good grades and drill results, but the proximity and orientation of those hits in relation to each other and to the geophysical and soil anomalies was an eye-opener. The HGR target in particular delivered true plat reef grade mineralization over long intervals in multiple holes, all within an area of 750 meters by about 400 meters. And it's open for expansion uh, to the east towards an untested conductive high, and then to the west along a magmatic layer that's given us some spectacular high-grade samples. It's a very exciting target. We have a number of holes drilled in the 1970s by AMAX that targeted nickel and copper sulfides in the basal zone. These holes were often about 250 meters long, but they were not systematically assayed for platinum group or other minerals. And then we have holes drilled in the 2000s that were shallow, often less than 100 meters, but include complete assay data for all elements. We are the first to model these results from different areas together and bring the geophysics and geochemistry into the same systematic targeting process. Michael, take us to one of the best holes and share what was discovered. Glad to. Uh, one of the absolute best holes is IM 2007, which returned 8 meters at 3.65 grams per ton uh, combined palladium, platinum, and gold starting at surface, plus 0.16% uh, combined copper and nickel. And it's got significant cobalt values as well. That grade is directly comparable to grades that are now being mined at the Platte Reef in South Africa. And then we consider the fact that that hole was drilled about 60 meters away from a 1970s holes, uh, hole named 35562 that returned 221 meters of a similar grade, actually higher in terms of uh, nickel and copper at about 0.19% combined, but it has no PGE data. There are two more excellent holes uh, also from the 1970s that are about 150 meters away from that and show potentially mineable nickel and copper grades, again, without the PGE data. Uh, we have uh, in 35559, 33.5 meters at 0.77% nickel and 0.65% copper. And then uh, also about 150 meters from that, in 35564, we have 26.8 meters 
at 0.98% nickel and 0.45% copper. And that's all within a broader interval uh, that returned a whopping 259 meters at 0.25% nickel and 0.20% copper, starting at only 15 meters down. And that hole ended in mineralization. So these are, these are truly great drill hits from the 1970s that have not been looked at in a modern light um, and don't have complete PGE data. In fact, the, the um, PGE data is spotty at best and was done uh, more recently. It, that second hole, 35564, is particularly interesting because of the limited palladium data that we have that reports 2.7 grams per ton in that high-grade interval. That could easily be 4 grams per ton total PGEs based on what we know of the ratio of platinum and palladium uh, that we see elsewhere in the area. So that's very exciting. That's a full plat reef grade intercept. And uh, these results tell us that there's a lot of metal in the system and that the conductive high anomalies are successfully targeting nickel and copper sulfide mineralization that is enriched in PGEs and cobalt. At the HDR target in particular, the past results are potentially mineable as they are, uh, even before we test the conductive high to the east or the area to the west where we got a three ounce per ton uh, grab sample. These are definitely priority targets for drilling and we are now working up our plans in that regard. Speaking of a lot of metal in the system, did the results meet or exceed the company's expectations? These results exceeded our expectation and they set the stage for a very exciting exploration program in 2019 as we work to bring those known grades together with the size potential that we see in those results. Sir, what is the next unanswered question for Group 10 Metals? When should we expect results and what determines success? Uh, well, results of continued work on other target areas is ongoing and news flow uh, will be ongoing from that. But perhaps more importantly, we are now finalizing our priority targets and planning drill programs and we'll be releasing details on uh, those in the coming weeks as well. These are big targets and we have a terrific base to build upon. I, I think it'll be an exciting year. Switching gears, Mr. Raleigh, what would you like to share with current and prospective shareholders regarding the value proposition of Group 10 Metals juxtaposed to the current share price? Sure. Uh, I have a three-part answer to that question. Uh, first, junior mining stocks present a great value opportunity these days because we are really undervalued relative to our target commodities and a number of other metrics. Uh, Group 10's market cap, for example, is about $8 million at present. And yet we have great assets in three truly world-class districts. Um, that's most apparent at Stillwater, where we are sharing very rare geology and a famously metal-rich district with an asset that is valued at nearly $3 billion. Another important consideration concerning Group 10's value is the fact that we are focused on an American asset at a time when the U.S. is recognizing a need to secure supplies of strategic and critical metals within its borders. We saw this in the past week regarding energy metals and in the past year with a broader list of metals that included PGEs. Stillwater District has some of the absolute best geology in the world for a number of the commodities listed, including nickel, cobalt, platinum, palladium. And we are right there beside three active mines. The last consideration is that we have some assets that we aren't getting much value for 
in the market at present. And we have been clear that we're working to monetize those in order to focus on advancing Stillwater West. We recently announced the signing of a letter of intent towards the sale of one of our Yukon assets, the Ultra Project, where we will receive cash shares and exploration work over uh, multiple years. We have interest in our other non-core assets as well, and we're following up on that. And then uh, aside from projects, we have about $2.5 million of warrants that are in the money and are callable. And uh, in fact, we've seen a number of those uh, exercised recently, which provides us with cash to keep the pre-season machine uh, turning. Last question, sir. What did I forget to ask? Uh, well, let's touch on the metallic group for a minute. Uh, as Group 10 is one of three growth stage companies that share an office and follow the same philosophy. Uh, all three companies consolidated high-quality projects in high-grade brownfields districts through the bear market cycle and are now applying bigger and more modern geologic models to those assets. Metallic Minerals, MMG, sees potential for billion-ounce silver deposits by applying the Coeur d'Alene thinking from Idaho to the Yukon's uh, iconic Kino Silver District. And our newest company, Granite Creek Copper, GCX, has consolidated the Stu Copper Gold property in the Yukon and is applying models developed at the neighboring projects there in the CarMax Copper Build. All three companies have been strategically founded around great assets by experienced teams and are very well positioned to add real value uh, this exploration season and beyond. And for audience members, remember to visit the Metallic Group of Companies website, which is metallicgroup.ca. For someone listening that wants to get more information on Group 10 Metals, please share the website with us. It's www.group10metals.com. And as a reminder, Group 10 Metals trades on the TSXV symbol PGE and on the OTCQB symbol PGEZF. For direct inquiries, please contact Chris Ackerman at 604-357-4790, extension 1. That number again is 604-357-4790, extension 1. He may also be reached at info at group10metals.com. As a reminder, Group 10 Metals is a sponsor of Proven Improbable, and we are proud shareholders for the virtues conveyed in today's interview. Finally, please visit our website, provenimprobable.com, where we provide mining insights and bullion sales. Michael Raleigh of Group 10 Metals, thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Thank you, Maurice. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.